Welcome, friends, around the world to another episode of the Discipleship Podcast, hosted by Brian and Melissa Chu. Our goal is for you to grow in your faith and discover your purpose in life. Hello, hello, ladies. Welcome to You Are Anything But Average. You are in for a treat today. So let's get started. Ladies, welcome. Reminder, this is You Are Anything But Average, which means we are about thriving. This is the place where we exchange our excuses for excellence, where we say goodbye to just getting by and we get to punch mediocrity in the face. Say hello. It's time to say hello to your extraordinary, uncommon and unusual life, just as God intended. Are you ready? Today, we get to talk about becoming anything but average in your purpose. It is my delight to introduce to you Gabriella, although I don't call her that. She's Gabby to me, so she can be Gabby to you. Gabby is a life purpose coach and has a passion for seeing women walk in their God-given purpose. She conducts workshops to help women discover who they are and to inspire them to live with intention. She's worked with women in ministry for more than 15 years, accompanying them in their journey of self-discovery, growth, and connection with the Lord. A Costa Rican by birth, she has lived in several different countries and has a heart for women all over the world. She's been married to Justin for 21 years, and they have four children and a fluffy newfie. If you don't know what it is, Google it. It's crazy. It's huge. (laughs) She loves nature, learning, and encouraging others in their journey of growth. Ladies, welcome, Gabby. Gabby, hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for being here. Yay. All right, Gabby, first of all, tell us purpose. Like, how did this get on your radar? How did you get started? Yeah, you know, I think just even even when I was a little girl, I have always really just wrestled with why am I here? What is the purpose in my life? Like, I just really have always had a, a longing to walk in that. And I think it's specifically when I came um, to the Lord when I was 16 years old, mm. um, I really felt connected to the idea that there was a God and that he would have created me with a purpose. And mm. so um, long road to get where I am. But I think, honestly, it's just been a, a little bit of a lifelong quest to to discover that. So um a few years back, I decided to to do some life coaching um, and found this organization that does life coaching kind of geared towards helping women find purpose. So that was the, the start of that. And it has been a really good thing for me personally, as well mm-hmm. as just a, a delight to be able to share the message with other women. I mean, I agree. I think it's the million dollar question that we all have in us, whether you're walking with the Lord or not. I think we all wrestle with this idea of what's my purpose and what was I created to do? And people innately want to have meaning and value to to their life. But what's the what's the problem or the biggest fear you think some women are struggling with who don't know what their purpose is? Well, I think what's interesting is that it it seems like a lot of us actually don't, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's where the struggle is because it's like, we are made to, to want, to want to live in purpose and want to have value. And yet 
you know, somehow we find ourselves in this, like, what is my purpose questioning and not really knowing and in a way aimlessly like walking through life and kind of like letting life just take us as opposed to us being intentional about walking in that. So that's a real thing. Like that is a real thing that I, I feel most of us probably have struggled or are struggling with. What do you think that's, it's so true. And I can relate to so much of that. And it's an ongoing process, right? It's, it's sometimes it morphs and changes through different seasons. Can you speak specifically? I know we've got a lot of mamas in this group and one of the biggest, um, you know, lies, or maybe one of the biggest fears that moms, maybe new moms or moms with lots of kids who are just in it, trying to survive each day. Can you talk to specifically to them and some of the things they might be wrestling with? Yes, that is such a real thing, right? Um, Yeah, because, you know, there's this maybe unspoken um, feeling among moms that, you know, that motherhood is, you know, a calling and it's so good and you're pouring your life for other, these other little people in your life and you know that it's a good thing. And yet you go day to day maybe feeling a little like unfulfilled or maybe feeling like, wait, I have all these passions and things that are in me and yet they're not being quote unquote fulfilled or I'm not doing it. So, so there's with that come these like feelings of, you know, guilt or even just the sense of like, oh, I'm such a bad mom. I should be grateful. Like, you know, here I am, but yet there's all these things in me and rightly so, because they are there, but they're not maybe being utilized or or you're not walking in them. And so there's this wrestling, right? And so, you know, I, I feel that for a lot of moms, and I have I have experienced that too, like you may be really sad and, and feel kind of depressed, like, oh my gosh, this is mundane, being a mom and you know, and I just have this passion for photography, for example, but I don't get to do it and I don't have time. And, so, so that's the reality, I think, that is very unspoken, and yet it's very common. Mm-hmm. I think you're, you're on to something there, because obviously it's a huge identity shift, right? Yeah. You go from being single to being married, right? Right there, now you have to consider this other person, but then you add children into it, and it's almost like you, you identify as a mom, hundred percent because that's just what you're living and breathing each day. But this whole other person (laughs) that used to be activated and walking in their purpose, sometimes it seems like they've been set on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And I know I, I love how you just mentioned that there can be guilt involved in that. And first of all, ladies, if you feel that guilt, because here's the guilt, I'll just call it out. God gave you these children, right? He entrusted you with them. They're your primary ministry. Nobody's going to argue with that and nobody's going to doubt with it. But you still have these, oh, my old life or, oh, if I don't have a single moment to myself. And that's where the guilt comes in, right? Where I I shouldn't feel bad for caring for my kids all day. I shouldn't feel bad about that. But you kind of do. And we're just here to say, ladies, one, you're not alone. Like Gabby and I are speaking to this because we've lived it and we've walked it out and we've felt all the things. So one, you're not alone. Second, that guilt is not from the Lord. 
like we're we're recognizing it and we're saying um, it's okay to feel that, but we're also going to give you another way to look at that because that guilt's not from the Lord. So I just want to break that off of you right now and say there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And so let's let's channel our conversation, Gabby. What can we do about it? What do we do with these conflicted mixed feelings in the, in the search to find our purpose? Yeah. Um, can I speak to what you were just talking All about? All of it. Really yes. So, so really quick, just something that I think is important to know that might be helpful with that guilt is knowing, first of all, that God is a God of intention. Mm. So, you know, it's kind of like God is, is love, right? The way that God is, is that everything that he creates and does is intentional. And so he's not a God of waste. So mm. for each of you women out there, when you, when you think about yourself and maybe thinking even, no, I'm not so, so fulfilled or, oh, look at, you know, Mary. Wow. She gets to speak or have a program or I don't know, whatever it is that maybe, and you're like, and I'm just here with my kids, right? A lot of that is helped by really knowing who you are and what God has put in you and knowing that he intentionally thought of who you are, how you're made, your personality, your passions, your skills, all the things that are in you. And even I will say your dreams. Mm. So the thing that he has put in you, in your heart, that are these dreams that you're like, what do I do with this? Here I am. I'm changing diapers. Right. right? Or Finding purpose in laundry. Exactly. <laughs> like how does that fit in? Right. But that is from like, that is part of who you're made to be. And so it's like wrestling between what is, and what is to come mm. and you kind of having a glimpse of who you are and yet not being able to real like fulfill that in the moment that you're in wow that is so good gabby i just i'm gonna like soak on that idea that god makes everything with intention and there is no waste in us Absolutely. and so those unfulfilled dreams or those gifts that are dormant like they are for a purpose and with a purpose and by design and with intent. It's just, it's just what? So what do we do with that, Gabby? Yes. So, okay. So there's a couple of things I think that are really helpful is actually to know that is number one. Because to know that to give yourself permission as a woman to say, hey, who am I? Some of you may completely be confident and know. I know for me, I didn't know. And so kind of like going on a little bit of a journey, what are my gifts? What are the things that I'm truly passionate about? And then how can I kind of cultivate them within the time where I am right now as a mom or as a single person, or, you know, even some of you, the maybe empty nesters and just thinking now when my kids are all gone now, truly, what do I do? Right? So in all stages of life of just being able to give yourself permission knowing that it is rightly so there's a way that you have been made and you have something to contribute. Um, so that would be one. And then the second is to cultivate those things. So for example, as a mom, let's say that, you know, you're, you're in a mom, you in that stage and all this, you have a gift of hospitality and you just think, you know, I'm just going to invite a couple moms to come over and, and give them a little 
whatever, a little massage or spa day or something, even in our home. So within the means that you have and the time that you have, just to cultivate some of the things that are important to you. Um, and then the third part, I think that is a, a third point that is really important is to lean on each other, to be honest, to be vulnerable, because there's something about what we're doing right here, right? And I know we can't hear you guys, but as Melissa and I are talking, when we share with each other, and I would preface that by saying when we share with other people that are, I, I would call safe in the sense that we don't feel judged or put down by, right? But when we say, you know, this is hard, I'm struggling. I feel guilty about being a mom and not, and actually wanting to start a business or whatever. When you share that and you have a friend just listen to you and say, hey, I can totally relate. There's something about that that is just relieving and you can find comfort in that. So be honest and connecting with other women, with other friends and share that. That's amazing. First of all, that is all just golden. I was taking so many notes and I'm just going to recap really quick because I want to just talk a little bit at length about a few of them. One is to recognize it. And I think I love that because some of us, because of guilt or whatever, might try to ignore it or yeah. suppress it or set it aside. And it's like, don't, don't let it go dormant. It's surfacing up in you for a reason and recognize that that's part of God's design, how he created you. So make it front and center. Maybe it's not the priority, a number one, but put it on a sticky note, put it on a vision board, write it in a journal, like keep it, keep until your next point, cultivate it. Right. So keep it alive mm -hmm. and then put your faith in action. Right. Do something. It might not be big and grand and that's OK. It doesn't have to be fancy and formal, but but a baby step in faith to activate those gifts. You have no idea what that can open up, not only in you, but in the other if, it, if it's women you're ministering to or children or neighbors or whatever, those gifts you are given are to bring you joy and satisfaction and purpose. Yes, but they're also meant for other people. And so when we ignore our purpose or when we deny our gifts, we're actually robbing point three, the other women in our life who God has appointed and brought to us to bless. And so I just love how this all connects. And so many of us, you know, we know that verse where there is no vision that people perish, right? That, that, that's common. And it's true. If we don't have a vision, if we don't set the destination of where we're going, bummer, bad day for us, right? But it doesn't stop there. If we don't have vision, the people perish, meaning all the people God has placed in our lives are going to miss out on the blessing that God has given you to pass on to them. And so everything you said, Gabby, is so spot on. I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you have just an example maybe in your own life of how you felt or where you at can you paint that picture of gabby without a purpose 
And then fast forward to what life is like when you're walking in your purpose. Can you just kind of maybe relate to some of the people who don't know where they are, but then paint the big picture of where they could go and where they're headed and what they can become? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say I feel like I'm, I'm definitely a little bit older. And so it took me a long time, it feels like to me, right? <laughs> but, um, but I would say, you know what I found myself um, doing is going about doing things that were in front of me, but not being thoughtful about whether that was truly something that I you know, that was part of who I was. And I think it was, it was basically because I didn't really know myself in a way. So I say that, let me explain. I say that to say whatever came through. So does somebody need, you know, childcare at the church? Then yes, I'll do it. Does somebody need this? Yes, I'll do it. And I would just end up doing all these things. And I found myself, especially in the church, after a while feeling burnout, feeling um, very, almost hindered. I remember this deep feeling in my heart of, I feel like there's so much more of my potential that is going to waste. And, wow. if, and if you looked from the outside, you would say, oh, you know, she's whatever, leading a small group, doing this, doing that, right? Like mentoring the people, like stuff like that. But it definitely seemed like I was not being intentional about cultivating the things that actually God had put in me. Mm. And I was just kind of going around doing good things. They were all good things, but yes. truly not part of who I was. So in that you look at my anyway career or, you know, even, even while I was with kids, I mean, like I did editing, I did bookkeeping, I did all everything, just whatever was in front of me. Right. And I, I ended up feeling so, so honestly down with just life in general. And so I, I remember when I started feeling the pull, I actually went to a life coach and, and, and she helped me really see everything that was in me. And so there was this dormant thing deep down inside of helping women grow and heal, which mm -hmm. honestly that has been in my life since I was like 10 years old. There was nothing different. And I discovered, you know what? God had put that in me. I'm sure since the time I was in my mother's womb, right? And I had not really been purposeful about cultivating, cultivating that in my life. Mm -hmm. So from that time on, I have. I have gone back to school. I mean, I'm doing all these things. And I, I truly feel like, wow, this is truly who you've made me to be. My mm -hmm. giftings kind of come, like, have converged into this this point in time of being able to counsel and, um, and just help women grow one-on-one. -on -one. And, uh, it's, it's such a, you know, a humbling thing. And, and at the same time, like, I'm so thankful that God has been with me in this journey to get me to this point. That is amazing. I, I love the way you portrayed your story because I think it's so many of our stories. And what I heard you say is you were responsive and you were reactive to what was coming at you, first of all, as opposed to being intentional, proactive, right? There's a difference yeah. there. 100%. And the second thing you said is, I love this, 
everything you were doing was good. They were good things, right? They're not bad things. And this is how sneaky and deceitful the enemy is. Because like you said, on the outside, these are all good things. But the question was, were they God's things for you in that season of life? And the answer probably upon reflection was no, not all of it, maybe some of it. And so the value and the power of taking a pause in really spending some time with the Lord to understand what is your purpose, when you know that, then you know your destination and you know where you're headed. And now you've got a filter or a funnel. So when things do come at you, this opportunity, this question, this this decision to make, you can say, is it going to get me closer to my destination? Is this walking in my purpose? Or is this actually a distraction that's going to pull me away and distract me from what the Lord has asked me to do? And this is this is the beauty of finding your purpose because then everything can come into alignment. And that whole idea of being frazzled and just trying to get through the day. And, you know, someone says, how was your weekend? And you're like, I have no idea what I, I even did. Right. You don't, you're just a little, a little chaotic yeah. there. Now there's yeah. purpose and there's power in that. So I love the way you painted that picture. Thank you so much. Um, let me look here at our questions and see if we've got anybody, anything from us. I don't see any questions, so we can just keep talking. Ladies, if you think, oh, I had a question for you. You mentioned life yeah. coach. Okay. We've heard, I've heard the term forever. I feel like I have an idea of what it is, but could you one clarify exactly what a life coach is? And then as believers, are, are there, is there such a thing as Christian life coaches? Like how would we even go about finding someone like that to kind of hold our hand and walk us through that process? Sure. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, there nowadays it's, it's, you know, very popular and there's different kinds of life coaches. I, I would say the gist of a life coach is just to really come alongside um, another person and just kind of coach them and, and guide them um, to whatever goal and destination they kind of want to go to. So it's very much more like directive, I would say, in the sense of just really like setting goals and having accountability to kind of work through those goals. Um, what would be the difference then from counseling? Like, do, can you yes. even define that? You probably, yeah. <laughs> you're both. So, so the counsel, so counseling, I mean, the, the, the saying is that a life coach is not a counselor. Okay. So they're, they're not really, okay. Let me just say it in very simple, simple terms. As I understand it, it's basically a counselor kind of goes back in life goes back into your life so that you can move forward whereas a life coach is pretty much about let's just move forward i love that clarity ding i got very, it very simple i got it and, and just to clarify it, there there are christian life coaches right that's absolutely. a thing okay yes absolutely and you you know you know, I, I don't know in the, where everybody is. And I, I would say that in different areas, you know, there's different ones. But and I would say that um, you can Google, you know, different organizations. But there is such a thing as like Christian life okay. coaches. And cool. so you can look at that. And um, I mean, there's there's amazing, amazing people out there that are doing some good work. 
Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ladies, this is your last chance to ask questions to me or Gabby or anything. And you know what? If it comes to you later in the day, it's okay. Leave your questions anyways. We'll circle back in the comments and get back to all of them. Gabby, any parting words before we pray and sign off? Yeah, you know, I wanted to share um, one scripture that came to mind is Ephesians 2.10. And where it talks about that God that we are his handiwork, right? Mm -hmm. That he created us. And it says that he has prepared good works. And I love this idea of it's not one work, but it's good works. It's many mm -hmm. things. Did I lose you? I got you. You're Sorry. back. <laughs> so just, I just want to encourage um, women that, they, they are, you are created with a purpose and there mm -hmm. are many things that are in store, not just one, mm -hmm. right? And so just even knowing that, that God does have good things prepared for you, but here's the kicker, that utilize who you are, mm -hmm. that utilize all of your, how he's made you again, because that gives him glory when he is able to Think about it this way. If he created you and you're not walking in the, his design for you, like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I created a toy, let's say to like a ball and it's being used as a mop. Like it, it just doesn't, there's incongruence there, right? Yeah. So the way that he has created you has a purpose that gives him glory. When you walk in that, mm. it gives him glory and it's a good wow. thing. It, it's I that is so powerful. I'm gonna have to watch that again. But it's basically like the ultimate form of worship, right? Like as yeah, you were seeing that, absolutely. it's like wow. When you talk about giving God glory, how can we honor them? Well, we can function in the way that our Creator manufactured us, designed us to be. Absolutely. Oh. That is a good note to end on. That is powerful. Gabby, could you please pray for us? Well, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you have created each woman on this um, live uh, show. Lord, I pray that you would instill in them just the sense of peace, knowing that they are created with purpose and for purpose, that you have good works for them, Lord. And I pray that you bring a about in their lives, the, the timing, the doors, Lord, that even they were be able to sit in that uncomfortable place at times of waiting and just being faithful mm -hmm. to what you've put in front of them right now. And so I just ask, Lord, for your protection, your care, yeah. and your love in each of their lives, God. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, friends, for listening to the Discipleship Podcast. Until next time, keep growing in your faith and fulfill your purpose on the earth.